comes from the testimony of the blind man in John chapter 9. We will be looking at those scriptures this morning. But here is his testimony. I once was blind. But now I see. This is God's amazing grace. Let's sing this verse one more time. We thank you so much that you came and your life gave us light. We were blind, but now we see. Now we want to see you this morning. As we study the Gospels, may you walk out from its pages and revive us and bring your light to us. Let your face shine upon us. And, and we shall be saved. We want to thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Oh, help us to glean the truth as we break the word of God together this morning. May your spirit speak to every one of us. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This is a wonderful time we're in. We just had a baptism this morning. At the baptism up in heaven, the angels were rejoicing. I hope you were here as well. To see this testimony. People who were blind, but now they see. And then God willing today and next Saturday, we go out on the street. And we, and we declare again the gospel of Jesus Christ. At such a time, the Holy Spirit helps us. He gives us a spirit of the gospel. May all of us sense this anointing with the spirit of the gospel. As you know, for the last several sections, I have been sharing upon healing according to Jesus, the great physician. We watch Jesus going in the midst of Galilee and healing various ones here and there. This morning we want to see yet one last time our Lord Jesus the Great Healer. It's in John chapter 9. We'll read the first seven verses. John chapter 9 verse 1. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, 
Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? 门徒问耶稣说：“拉比，这人生来是瞎眼的，是谁犯了罪？是这人呢？是他父母呢？”Jesus answered, "It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him." 耶稣回答说：“也不是这人犯了罪，也不是他父母犯了罪，是要在他身上显出神的作为来。”We must work the works of Him who sent me, as long as it is day. Night is coming when no one. Can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and applied the clay to his eyes. And he said to him, Go, washed in the pool of Salayim. Salaam, which is translated sent. So he went away and washed and came back seeing.耶稣说了这话，就吐吐沫在地上，用唾沫和泥抹在瞎子眼睛上，对他说：“你往西罗亚池子里去洗。”西罗亚翻出来就是奉差遣。他去一起回头就看见了。Now in the previous four encounters where Jesus healed somebody, we learned some valuable principles of faith. And healing. The first thing we must realize is that the healing of the Lord comes out of His love and compassion for broken sinners and humanity. At the end of Matthew chapter nine, we see Jesus on the hillside of Galilee. We see Jesus on the hillside of Galilee. And he taught many things. He taught many things. He healed many who had diseases. 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 And as he looked at those who were like sheep without a shepherd, he felt great compassion. Now these are God's sheep. These are the people of God. The children of Israel. And yet they didn't have a shepherd. We learned a few weeks ago from one of our brothers that a sheep without a shepherd will immediately become sick. Unless the shepherd keeps them from danger, they inevitably become sick. 除非牧人把他们啊脱离危险，他们马上就会患病。The people of God didn't have a shepherd. 神的子民没有啊牧人。They were broken. 他们啊呃就患病。They were lost. 他们失丧。Wandering. 他们在游荡。And sick. Oh, the compassion of God poured out. To touch these dear ones. But these same people of God. One of their sicknesses. Was unbelief. He said to his children, Oh, such a perverse and unbelieving generation. Their unbelief. Kept them. From the Lord Jesus. So we see that healing is a function of God's mercy and love. 
But then we see that healing comes about when there is a faith transaction. And we saw illustrated what faith really is. Faith is connecting to Jesus. So the leper came to Jesus and said, If you are willing, you can heal me. And the woman came and said, If I can just touch the hem of his garment. And even the father of the demon possessed boy says, I believe, help my unbelief. Now, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the words of Christ. These various ones saw Jesus. Something about his words. Something about his life. Drew them to Jesus. They connected with Jesus. And they were healed. This was such a wonderful blessing. That's the second thing we learned. What is faith? It's when someone connects with Jesus. It isn't that they received healing, it's that they met the healer. The third lesson we learned is that healing, the purpose of healing is to bring us to spiritual healing, that is salvation. And we noticed in our scripture, in the original language, the word saved is the same word as healed. You see, a physical healing is only temporary. Soon we will become sick and die. But spiritual healing, that is salvation, is eternal. And so healing is often the first vehicle toward salvation. Now the last time we saw this interesting story. Now the disciples were traveling about preaching the gospel and healing. But the disciples came upon this demon possessed boy. They prayed. They had faith. But the boy was not healed. And so, number four, we realize that when we are serving the Lord, we have lessons to learn about deeper faith. When their plan did not work, when their healing power did not work, remember they came to the Lord and they said, Why? Why? This is always our, our soul's response. When God doesn't do what we want or what we hope, we always say, Why? as if He did something wrong. Well, the Lord said, this kind of healing only comes about 
by prayer and fasting. Now what he was saying was this. It's true. We can have a spiritual gift to heal. God loves to show his children that he's a prayer answering God. But if we want to heal the real sicknesses of those around us, it takes a greater spiritual depth in our life. When our simple prayers don't work, the Lord takes us into the deeper school of Christ. And there we learn this lesson. That our Lord wants not just faith, but enduring faith. Faith that waits before the Lord for His answer. And many adventures we see in the Bible. When people come under various trials and temptations, they come to God and say, Why? Why? And they don't receive an answer. But they do receive an answer. Because as they wait before the Lord, they discover two things. If we wait long enough, he weans our young soul from asking why, why, why all the time。他就是好像是我们的年轻的这个灵魂断奶一样，使我们不再一直继续问为什么，为什么，为什么。And as we wait and our faith gains endurance，当我们在那里等候的时候，我们的信心得到这个耐力，we come to understand，我们开始明白，that the answer to our tragedies。is the presence of God with us. So James says, So let patience, endurance, have its perfect work. Sometimes God does not answer our prayer. In order to deepen our lives with a more perfect endurance and faith. We always have to remember when it comes to the matter of serving in ministry, this always places us in the school of Christ. Whenever we serve the Lord, we yoke ourselves with the Lord. And we enter into this school of Christ. So let's remember the four rules we have in the school of Christ. We've mentioned this every time. Number one, the only ones who can enroll in the school of Christ are, are those who come humbly as children. There's so much we don't know. There's so much we have to learn. We must come as babes. Our simple faith. And let him teach us of his way. Secondly, in this school of Christ, as we pray for people, as we believe, 
as God heals, we go through all of these lessons. But when something doesn't work, and our deepest prayers aren't answered, we should never be ashamed. Nor should we be offended by the Lord. It just means the Lord has something deeper that He wants to teach us. But he wants us to exercise faith. Praise God. If you fasted and prayed for our dear brother Christian Chen. Did you find a word and stand on that word? Did you pray and pray and pray? You're a good student in the school of Christ. And you will be rewarded with understanding the Lord more than you did before. The third thing we've always learned. While we serve the Lord, we are always in the laboratory of the school of Christ. Sometimes we think our ministry is very important. But the Lord thinks that the minister is more important than the minister. So when we're serving, the Lord is teaching us in the laboratory of His school. And the fourth thing we have to continually remember. In the school of Christ, whenever the Lord uses us, whenever we serve the Lord, there's so much more than just what we see on the surface. And that brings us to our story today. Jesus heals the man born blind. I don't think they had newspapers in Jerusalem in Jesus' day. But you could almost see the headline. Man born blind, healed by Jesus of Nazareth. They probably told the details of him taking mud, putting it on his eyes. Sending him to the pool. And now the man can see. It must be headlines in the Jerusalem Post. Wonderful, miraculous story. And they sold many papers because the Jews are always seeking signs and they'll buy that paper to hear this story. But the best newspaper reporters they may record the healing of the man's eyes. But they missed the work of God. The healing of the man's eyes is just the surface of the work of God that was begun on that day. Now we know there must be more to the story. Because this story just leaves off without an ending. You see, here's what happens. Jesus says, go to the pool and wash yourself. By the time the man comes back, Jesus is gone. Now he's never seen Jesus' face. 
他从来没有看见耶稣的脸。But now he can see. 但是我们看到。And he gets interrupted by everybody around him. 然后他就被身边的人所一直打断。Who are amazed by the miracle. 他们被这个神迹所惊异。But there's yet to be another meeting face to face with Jesus that would bring salvation. 但是还需要与耶稣有一另一个面对面的遇见，能够带来救恩。Now when John shares his gospel, 当约翰分享他福音的时候，he gives us signs，他给我们那些标号。This healing was a sign，这个呃医治是一个标号。But it's always a sign pointing to Jesus。这个标号其实指向耶稣的。Whenever there's a sign，哪里哪里有一个标志？There's a revelation。the healing is pointing to I am the light of the world the healing is just a sign like, you see a sign on the road it says to the theater that way the important thing is I am the light of the world and so when John shares that, it's a gospel story. But we also know that John wrote his gospel for us. Because what was the problem in Jerusalem? Everybody was blind. Now the blind man knew he was blind. But all the rest of the people thought they could see. 其他的人就觉得他们能够看见。As the story unfolds,当这个故事展开的时候，it turns out that his neighbors were blind.发现他的邻舍是瞎眼的。His parents were blind.他的父母是瞎眼的。The Pharisees were blind.法利赛人瞎眼的。The disciples were blind.连门徒也是瞎眼的。Now,现在我们，brothers and sisters，弟兄姊妹们，in the school of Christ. As we serve the Lord, one of the things that occasionally dawns upon us is how blind we are. Spiritual blindness. And by the end of John's life, when he writes this gospel, the church is going blind. 在约翰晚年当他写这本福音书的时候我们看见教会也好像有点瞎眼他们在那里一致人他们在那里一致人他们在那里一致人 well, let's look first at the blindness of the disciples. Now you say, how are the disciples blind? Aren't they all saved? Oh, yes. But there's a lot they don't understand. And so, as we read the gospel this morning, when they came to this blind man, the disciples turned to Jesus and they said, Rabbi, now, who sent this man or his parents because he's born blind? Now, you know, being born blind is really a very difficult thing. Nobody can heal a man born blind. Now, probably the disciples didn't believe anybody could heal this blind man. 
But they took it upon themselves because they've seen the rabbis and the Jews following rabbis to ask a religious question. Is a man born blind? Rabbi, they call Jesus. Who sinned? Because what they were doing is they were going to take up the argument about original sin. You see, the Jews also argued about this. If, if the man sinned and became blind, we can understand but if his parents sinned and the man was born blind, it means original sin. We are all sinners. Now the reality is the disciples had no faith, but they had good religious questions. And we are Jesus' disciples. But sometimes we don't know how blind we are. But they were blind to two things. Now what were they? Just a day or two ago, Jesus said for the first time in John chapter 8 and verse 12, I am the light of the world. Now they were walking with somebody who was the light of the world. Now if they thought about that, and then they saw a blind man who needed light, they might have said, Jesus, you are here. You're the light of the world. What can you do about this man? But they didn't make a connection. Oh, we all know Jesus is the light of the world, right? I think the most wonderful gift that could happen to us today is if while we were here in this room, if we could understand the light of the world is here. What does that mean? That light means a lot. John said in his gospel, in him was life, and his life was the light of men. Uh, of course, we know naturally speaking, light, as in sunshine, has healing qualities. Without life, Light, you cannot live. Without spiritual light, neither can we live. But the disciples didn't make a connection. They were standing next to the light of the world. And all they had were religious questions. But the second reason they were blind. They, now they've been following Jesus almost two years by this time. And what had they seen? That grace was greater than all our sins. How many people had Jesus healed and saved? 
How many times was the grace of God manifest in Jesus Christ in healing somebody who was broken? But did the disciples have the grace to understand what Jesus could do in this situation? 但是門徒在這個情形下,他們有沒有這樣的恩典能夠明白耶穌所能做的呢?So now when we're in the school of Christ,所以當我們在耶穌基督學校當中,here's one of the things that surely will have to be dealt with.這個就有一件事情一定要被處理的。I hope you're enrolled in the school of Christ, are you?我想我希望你已經註冊在耶穌基督學校裡。Jesus our master and teacher,耶穌是我們的主,是我們的老師,then you realize Jesus answered, rebuked his students. Now sometimes we have a lot of doctrines. A lot of beliefs. When it comes to something like healing, just as an example. Now there's some people in the classroom of Christ right now. Now you don't really even believe in healing. Except by the doctor. Or some strange Chinese medicine. So you say, nah, I don't even believe. Some people say, oh, I have faith. I believe God can heal anybody. It just takes a lot of faith. You need more faith. You're not healed because you don't have enough faith. You need more faith. I don't know about that. It doesn't sound right. Some people who are shrewd, they say, oh, I believe in healing. But there are five conditions for you to be healed. First, you have to do this. And you have to do that. You have to confess. You have to repent. You have to talk to mommy and daddy. There's so many rules. This man was born blind. He couldn't be healed according to the rules. So now here's all of the students. We want to learn about faith and healing, Jesus. So, Jesus comes and he has to rebuke. So In verses three through five. Here's what Jesus answered their question. Who sinned? The father or him? Jesus looked at his disciples. And he said, It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents. This guy isn't here because he's just a sinner to be studied. He is here because it's an opportunity for God to work. Now, we're going out today, out to the downtown. You're going to speak to your friend. We're going to share the gospel. We want to invite them to the gospel meeting. Now, what are you going to say? What do you think of your friend? They're a sinner. I don't think they can get saved. They have to go through hoops. Are you going to judge them? My friend, he's always in trouble. He's had another divorce. Who sinned? His parents or him? Do you see that the people you meet may be opportunity 
for the work of God. 就是可以有一个机会让神的作为显出来。Let's read the whole answer here. 让我们看到他主的完全的。Jesus said it was neither this man's sin nor his parents. It was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. 耶稣回答说，也不是这人犯了罪，也不是他父母犯了罪，要在他身上显出神的作为来。We must work the works of Him who sent me as long as it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am. The light of the world. 趁着白日，我们必须做那差我来者的工。黑夜将到，就没有人能做工了。我在世上的时候是世上的光。This is one of the things that the disciples didn't understand. 这就是呃门徒所不明白的事情之一。Every day that Jesus walked, there was opportunity for God to do something. 每一天耶稣在地上行走的时候，都有机会让神来工作。Our God is a saving God. 我们的神是一个拯救的神。Our God sends light into people's darkness. 我们的神把光照在人的黑暗当中。Just give him an opportunity. 就给他一个机会。Jesus said, "Now while I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Let's go. This is an opportunity for light." 耶稣说，我在世上就是世上的光，让我们过去，这是一个机会，让光来工作的时候。So don't get don't get over anxious about what what the guy's sin was. How come this person's in trouble and all this? Forget about it. 就不要在那里忧虑讨论说这个到底是谁犯了罪。One question, 一个问题 Is this an opportunity for God to save somebody? 这是否是一个给神一个机会来救一个人 Some of the most unlikely people we meet are the very people who get saved. Have you ever noticed that? So, 我们当中有些得救的人，甚至好像都不可能得救的 When I got saved, 当我得救的时候 I was first one in my family. 我是我们家中第一个得救的 Now I had mom and dad and a brother and sister. Now, if I had to pick, the first one might get saved. If I were to choose the first one to get saved, I would go talk to my younger sister. I would go talk to my younger sister. Maybe she gets saved. Maybe she gets saved. My mother, forget about it. My mother, don't even think about it. She was a Christian Science practitioner. She was like walking around with Christian Science. If you don't know what that means, never mind. She wasn't a Christian. 呃、uh, ，你如果你呃明不知道的话，也不用操心担心。这个他不是一个基督徒。Now of course I got saved， 所以我得救了。And uh, uh, two months later， 然后两个月之后 ，my mother got saved。我妈妈也得救。The first one， 她是第一个。I didn't expect her。我也没有期待她会得救。My father was a psychiatrist. That also was tough <笑>。我爸爸是一个心理师，他那个也很难的。But he got saved next。然后他也是在下一个得救了。You never know who's going to get saved. 你从来不知道谁会得救。Are you willing to share the light of the world? 你是否要愿意分享世界上的光呢 ？Oh, the disciples had so much to learn, didn't they? 门徒有这么多要学习的事情。Ah, so Jesus came that I am the light of the world. 耶稣来说我是世上的光。It's salvation this man needs. 这个人所需要的救恩。Not judgment. 不是审判。I came not into this world to judge the world, but to save it. 我来到世上不是要审判，而是要拯救。He takes the clay. He makes some、uh, wet clay, puts it in the guy's eye. 他就拿了泥，含湿泥涂在这个瞎子眼上。Says, Go to the pool. 他说你到那池子去。Ah, and when he came back, his eyes were healed. 他回来的时候，他眼睛就看见了。But now this is wonderful. 这很奇妙。Thank God the man could see. 感谢主，神可以啊，神这个人可以看，改变他一生。But God's work goes deeper and deeper and deeper. 但神的工作却是越来越来越深。You know, listen. 大家仔细听一下。God's work was done by Jesus. 神的工作是耶稣做的。神的工作。Now this, his works is actually one work. 
But in our story, we see it in three parts. Now, the first work of God was the man wasn't saved yet. Now, he, he could see with his eyes, but he wasn't saved. But the work of God isn't done. Now, what happens to somebody who God has touched? Now the man is walking down the street and he could see. So I think you probably know the story. First, the neighbors say, Wait a minute, wait a minute, who are you? He says, I'm Joe. You know, Joe, the blind man. They said, No, you can't be Joe. Joe you see, Joe is blind. Joe was blind since birth. How did this happen? You know what Joe said? There's a guy named Jesus. They said, Where is he? He said, I don't know. You know what? Joe couldn't pick him out even in a crowd because he never had seen Jesus' face. So the neighbor said, No, you're not Joe. He said, Yeah, I'm Joe. Now the Pharisees heard of that. Now not only were the neighbors blind, the Pharisees were blind too. Now what blinded the Pharisees? You know what blinds even Christians? Legalism. Now when when they spoke to this blind man, they said, how did you get healed? This man who healed you can't be from God because he healed on the Sabbath day. How can he be from God? They argued with him and argued with him. He says, What do you think? So in John chapter 9, verse 17, the Pharisees said to the blind man, what do you say about him since he opened your eyes? And he said, He's a prophet. Now Joe's realized, you know, this is not just Jesus a man. This is this is a prophet. Maybe he's starting to see with spiritual eyes. Then the Pharisees brought in his parents. Said, I was just Joe. And they said, Well, it's Joe, but we don't know him anymore. We can't say what happened to him. Now they were blind. Why were they blind? Because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. So they wouldn't speak the truth. This is a miracle from God. So they just said, How is that here? We don't. Yeah, it's Joe, but we don't know this Joe. And so finally the Pharisees brought the man back. said, Now, we want you to confess that Jesus is a sinner. Then we want uh, you to renounce what he's done. Now, Joe was really on the spot. What can he say? All I can tell you, I can't tell you who this Jesus is. But once I was blind, and now I see. 
他说我不能知道讲说这耶稣基督是谁但过去我曾经是瞎眼现在我看见了 made one final statement which got him kicked out of the synagogue 他最后讲了一个话就让他被从犹太人的会堂被赶出去了 John chapter 9 verse 33在第九章三十三节 He said if this man were not from God he could do nothing In other words this man's from God 他说这人若不是从神来的什么也不能做就是说这神是从神来的 kicked them out of the synagogue 他们就把他从会堂中赶出去了 he has no more religious family 现在他就好像没有宗教的这个家庭 he's been kicked out of his family synagogue 他就从家庭的这个会所赶出去了 the story goes on in verse 35 然后就在35节继续讲 when Jesus hears this he goes and finds the man 耶稣听到他们把他赶出去他就找到这个人 and he says to the man do you believe in the Son of Man? Joe looked up into his eyes. And he saw Jesus for the first time. He recognized the voice. You know, blind men really understand whose voice is speaking. This is the voice that said, Go to the pool of Siloam. Who is he, Lord? Who is he so that I can believe? Jesus said, I am he. And so in verse 38, he falls down and worships him and says, Lord, I believe. And Joe was saved. So Now that's the work of God. Not just to take care of our problems. Some people need money. Some people need a job. Some people need some help from a doctor. But everybody you meet needs to get saved and meet Jesus face to face. This is the work of God. Joe got saved. His spiritual eyes opened. Of course, that's why he was in trouble. Because the work of God goes deeper. It isn't just to save somebody. There's a bigger work being done here. What is that? Joe has become a witness. A witness of the light of the world. Everywhere Joe goes, his life witnesses he's seen the light. Now he goes as a witness, and of course you saw that back when he went to the pool. Because what did Jesus do? He said, go to the pool of Silo. You notice what it says right after? Silo means sent. Now why are we saying? To sit in a chair? Sing a few songs? We have now become witnesses of the light. This blind man now became a witness of the light. Now this man, who was a nobody, probably sat in the marketplace all day long. He was treated as an object of pity. And now he's a living witness. I met Jesus. I was blind, now I see. And I see who he is. So, 
Once this happened, so Joe began to reveal the light of the world. And so Jesus made a statement. Why has the light of the world come into this world? Why is he there? He has come as the light to judge the darkness. Now these Jewish people, the Pharisees and everybody, they, they were in spiritual darkness. But the light of the world has come to expose the darkness and bring in the light. And so we read verses 39 through 41. Because this is very important in the work of God. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, so that those who do not see may see, like the blind man, and those who see may become blind. Now those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, Now you're not saying we're blind, are you? I hope you catch the irony of this story. The blind man is the only one who sees. And all the people who think they see are blind. And when Jesus comes with his light, he exposes our blindness. So Jesus said to them in verse 41, Jesus said, If you were blind, you'd have no sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. Jesus came as the light of the world. We go out with the gospel of the light of the world. As Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the God who said in creation, let there be light, has shown into our hearts by the gospel as we see God in the face of Jesus Christ. If I could put it this way, Everywhere Jesus was going, he said, Let there be light. And suddenly, people can see. We are in this darkness. And Jesus says, Night will come when no one can work. So let us work while it is day. And let us proclaim. Let there be light. As we preach about Jesus, the light of the world. That's why we're sent. And that's why, hopefully, next Sunday we have gospel meeting. Our brother preaches the gospel. What do we pray? Lord, judge these people. Lord, convict them of their sin. What are we going to pray? Lord, let there be light. 
Oh, the light of the world has come to our midst. So the disciples needed healing. Those disciples were so narrow. They didn't realize what it means to be in the presence of the light of the world. Do you know how vast is the light of the world? It's right in our midst today. Can you sense the light of the baptism? When we worship, next Sunday the gospel that's not the full work of God. No, it's true. He came to heal in order to save. And he came to save to make a witness of the light. But there's still the work of God. And what's the work of God? Now it's too bad that the chapter 9 ends right there what we just read. Because the story goes into chapter 10. Now here's the situation. Here's a man who is blind and now he sees. And because he sees, and he says, Jesus was a prophet who came from God. Now he's kicked out of the synagogue. So here's what Jesus said. If you notice chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus keeps speaking right on. The story goes on. And if I could use my imagination again, Jesus started talking. And while he was talking, he had the blind man by his side. And here's what he said. You kicked them out of your flock. But I have gathered him into mine. I'm the good shepherd. I've laid down my life for this sheep. And I have many other people to gather into this same flock. I am the door of the sheep. You Pharisees who kicked this guy out of the synagogue, you're a bunch of hirelings. I am the good shepherd. Now even the disciples still didn't know that Jesus was going to lay down his life. But Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Now, some of you, you've been to Israel. Perhaps you have seen a sheepfold up in the hills. And what you see up in the hills is a rock, a, a, a rock wall built up maybe this high, and it's built all around, all the way around except one little hole in the front. Now there's no door there. It's not like there used to be a wooden door. Now they took it away. No, there's no door. And why is that? Because when the shepherd brings all the sheep into the fold, he lays down in the door. Nobody's going to get my sheep. 
I laid down my life for these sheep. You see, he is the door. God is gathering today. When we go out on the street, we're just not you know, talking to some random sinner. You know what we're doing? We're gathering for the good shepherd. He laid down his life for us. And it was this passage in John chapter 10 that Jesus says the devil comes only to steal kill, destroy I have come that these sheep may have life abundant life brothers and sisters may we learn to live in the abundance of the light of God. May we be freed up from all of our smallness and unbelief. Our negative criticisms and judgments about people. You know, there was a dear preacher here in New York City, David Wilkerson. And he was quite a famous Pentecostal preacher. He recently died about five years ago. Now this man spoke before assemblies of 25,000 people. He was a wonderful brother. He had a heart for the Lord. But you know, uh, as I, I went to his memorial service when he, when he died and his co-workers in the church got up and testified they say sometimes we had trouble we couldn't find our brother and he had gone out from the church up there in Times Square and walked down the street until he found a drunkard or a homeless person. And he would kneel down on the sidewalk and cry and pray for the man. Sometimes he would give the man his shoes. One brother said, we, keep, we had to keep buying David's shoes. And he'd give the money that was in his pocket. This man brought many people to Jesus. Because people could see Jesus the gatherer and Jesus the light in this man's confession. I don't know what opportunity you're going to have in this next week. Will you be a witness? Will you tell somebody about the light of the world? He can heal their body. He can heal their soul. He can bring them into the light. Gather them into his people. 
he's a wonderful Jesus. So what is the lesson that I'm just trying to convey? So Because we just began talking about healing. About a leper who was healed. But now we come to this last series. Every time Jesus touches somebody, there's deeper purposes underneath. He doesn't just want to save. to make us useful vessels of light. To gather in others. That his flock may be full. May we consider this as we prepare and witness in this next week. Right in our midst. Even now. Because he's the I am. He's not limited to time and space. And so he is here. I am the light of the world. Whatever situation we come upon, we may have our judgments, our opinions. But in the school of Christ, finally we must say, Jesus, what do you want to do about this situation? Maybe you have the worst co-worker in the world. You work next to a person who curses all the time and and throws food at you, I don't know. Now, now I ask the Lord, now why? Why is this person in my life? And proclaim the light of the world. We are the light of the world. So don't let your light be hid under a bushel. Put it up on top of the Empire State Building. And may many people next week Come into this gracious healing light. And so we conclude our lesson in the school of Christ. Let's just have a few prayers. Also, Lord, you teach us. May we be the witness of your light, the witness of your love, so that the people who walk on the darkness may see the light, may heal by your light. Lord, we thank you. Give us strength and encourage to bring many people to you. 
Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.我们的主我们感谢你